Hello all, and welcome to Daryl Discusses. I'm your host, Daryl. Hello all, welcome back to Daryl Discusses. This is episode number 24, and first and foremost, I'd like to uh, share my condolences to the family of uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. As we all know, this past Friday, she uh, passed away, which I don't know why everyone's so surprised. She's, honestly, she's a hell of a woman. She survived, I think, three different forms of cancer and pancreatic cancer, which is immensely deadly. I think the survival rates are like 30 or 40 percent, which is quite low. And, you know, she she passed away. And I think everyone can put politics aside for a second and express their condolences. After all, she did spend almost 40 years serving this country, and like it or not, that is very admirable. So, you know, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and all that. I may not agree with her politics, but I can easily put that aside and, you know, say, hey, she served this country for many years, she did what she thought was best, and that's that's that. Though, according to some sources, her final words were... I'm sorry, how unprofessional of me, I didn't write it down. But her final words were something along the lines of, I don't, uh, I wish not to be replaced until a new president is installed. Last I checked, a Supreme Court justice isn't allowed to pick her successor. If she wanted to do that, she should have retired under Obama. Okay, then Obama could have, you know, uh, come forth and put a Supreme Court justice of a liberal persuasion in the court. She failed to do that, thus she missed her opportunity. Of course, I'm sure she thought, like most people, most establishment people, figured, hey, you know, Clinton's going to win, so what's the point? Well, you know, shame on you. You fucked up, and now you're going to be replaced by another Republican, which is good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's sad and whatnot, but I don't see why Trump is getting all this hate when... He's completely in the right. It is the president's job when a Supreme Court justice passes away or retires to replace them. He suggests the replacement and then the Senate uh, confirms them. Okay. Last time this happened was with Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And if we all remember, that hearing was absolutely monstrous. He was accused of being a rapist and an alcoholic and all these terrible things in, you know, in front of hundreds of millions of people who sat down and watched the hearings. I was one of them, and I was absolutely astonished. I mean, to call a man a rapist in public with absolutely zero evidence is, well, terrible. Uh, Thankfully, he was, after all, um, confirmed, and now he is sitting on the court. You know, good for him. Uh, And now, I hope you can't hear the rain outside. For the past few days, it has been raining heavily, and that's uh, not too fun. Secondly, and this is a massive news story, which for some reason the mainstream media isn't covering, and I can't say I'm too surprised. (laughs) Uh, The story is a Senate committee report, actually two Senate committee reports, uh, showed that Hunter Biden took over $3.5 million from Russian billionaires while he was uh, in charge of some oil company and if you remember a few i think a few years ago now 
uh, there was a, a hearing and he he was asked, do you have any experience dealing with oil? And he goes, nope. You got any experience dealing with foreign policy? Nope. Of course, then Vice President Joe Biden was the one in charge of sending aid. And he uh, actually, he was in charge of foreign policy to Ukraine, which so happened his son was in charge of a big old oil company over there. And the, the, the worst part is Joe Biden was briefed like he was he knew exactly what was going on and yet did nothing to stop it. What he did do was he got a rush, excuse me, a Ukrainian lawyer who was investigating his family fired. I don't know about you, but that smells like corruption to me, even though I don't even have a sense of smell. That just goes to show how shit, <laughs> how shitty this crap smells. <laughs> Of course, he, he fired the lawyer examining his family. And he basically told uh, the government, either you fire him or you don't get funding. And again, I don't know about you. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not blaming Joe Biden. But that sounds like a quid pro quo, which if you remember, a little over a year now, they tried impeaching. In fact, they did impeach President Trump over a similar situation, which at the end of the day, he did nothing wrong. It ended up being the Bidens who were colluding with Russia, who were taking millions of money from corrupt Moscow politicians and corrupt Ukrainians. But again, the, the, what's the word? The, the media really doesn't care. Like if, if it's not something bad about Trump, they're not going to talk about it, which is so stupid. Last I checked, the media should be unbiased. Of course, everyone is biased, like it or not. But the media's job should be to say, here are the facts. This happened, this happened, this happened, this didn't happen. This is good, this is bad. Which is simple. I'm pretty sure anyone can do that. But they don't. If, I mean, just think about this. Trump's oldest son, I think he's his oldest son. Uh, yeah, uh, Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., he, I mean, the media blared him for weeks and weeks and weeks after he did, I don't even remember what he did, but it was something really stupid. And now Joe Biden's son did something which is, I think we can all agree, corrupt as fuck to get millions of dollars from a foreign government, but whatever. And none of the news are talking about it. In fact, earlier today, I Googled it, and if I, I shall Google it again. If you Google Hunter Biden... The very first news article that shows up is, uh, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading. It's, it's a Wall Street Journal, Hunter Biden's business. Uh, the second, uh, it's from Fox News, uh, Biden was briefed about son's involvement. Uh, where is it? Oh, and this is the one that really pissed me off. This is a New York Times. This is the third thing that shows up on Google when you Google Hunter Biden. It says, Republican inquiry finds no evidence of wrongdoing by Biden. And of course, the thing right next to it is Hunter Biden received 3.5 million wire transfer from Russian billionaire. You can look at any story and they they flip it to fit their agenda. Again, if this if Trump had done this, oh, my, oh, firstly, he would have been out of office months ago. Like as soon as they found out anything about this, man's is out like gone never coming back fucking poof or not even he'd be imprisoned 
but again, it just goes to show the the bias that the media has, like the liberal bias that the media has against conservatives, which, okay, I guess, understandable, whatever. Conservatives aren't all that well-liked. They never have been. But I still don't understand. Ooh, oh, I'm getting messages. For once, I'm popular. <laughs> oh, God, enough politics. Let's discuss something uh, relatively interesting. As I'm sure you all know, my, the podcast is... One, it's available on most listening platforms. But two, after some requests, I I now upload it on YouTube as well with video. So, hello, I'm waving the camera. <laughs> and uh, quite personally, I don't like that. I don't, I'm not too keen on my appearance, 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 my mistake. And I'd much rather just have the audio. I mean, I feel very comfortable just being in my little room, talking to a microphone and not having to worry about what I look like or what I'm doing or what hand gestures I'm doing or any little fuck-ups that I do. But I am a man of the people, after all, and so I uploaded it to YouTube. And I've uploaded the last few episodes on YouTube. And uh, thankfully, they're not getting all that many views, which is quite good. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, in case you didn't know, I have relatively long hair. Like, my hair, at least from the front of my face, goes to about my chin and the back reaches my shoulders, so it's quite long. Uh, don't get used to it, though. I'm cutting it quite soon. I'm, I, I've had this hair because of quarantine and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I have relatively long hair, and I have very uh, voluminous hair. And so my mother, uh, two days ago, I I was showering. I you know I wash my hair and whatnot. I go out, I dry myself, and my mom goes, uh, "Oh, Daryl, uh, come here, honey. I I want to try something." And me being gullible. I went to her room, and she had this, uh, like, straightener machine, which looks like a pair of tongs, but, like, metallic or whatever. And uh, she was like, oh, come here, let me straighten your hair. And I was like, um, sure. And so she straightened my hair, which I'm not a fan of. I literally look like Michael Jackson's, like, retarded cousin. Actually, wait, Michael Jackson was black, and all his cousins are probably black, too. Okay, well, imagine that he has a cousin who also bleached his skin. Then that would be me. (laughs) Uh, but I, it, like, it, my hair went from, like, being really, like, poofy and voluminous, like, as I'm sure you've, you've seen, if you've seen any of the videos on YouTube, Daryl discusses, by the way, on YouTube, and literally everywhere, like, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you just type Daryl, Daryl discusses would show up, which is pretty cool, I guess, I mean, that goes to show, I mean, I've gotten a substantial viewership, I guess, I mean, listenership, I guess, technically, uh, but yeah, I got my hair straightened, and I don't know how to fix it. I mean, I was told to to wash my hair again, and then it would go back to normal. But I haven't done that. I mean, I showered with a shower cap on today, which was really weird. I haven't done that in years. And uh, quite soon, I mean, I don't know, like a week or so, I'll cut my hair. But moreover, in four days now, today is Thursday, September the 24th, which I didn't mention at the beginning, so shame on me. But yeah, it's the 24th, and the 28th, school uh college starts again in person which is interesting i suppose i mean i'm quite excited to return but i understand the health risks involved in going and uh secondly i'm not exactly too sure where all my classes are like so far only two out of four of my classes have uh, have told us where the rooms are located and how to get there and whatnot. But, um, 
I'm not too sure about that. I mean, I'm okay with wearing a mask and whatnot. I'm okay with socially distancing myself from people and all that bullshit. But I'm not too sure how they're going to be able to handle that. Because, I mean, if you've been to any school, I mean, especially a high school, there's, what, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 students. If you've seen those halls during, like, class transitions, it is absolutely, like, terrible. It's like a billion sardines cramped in a tiny little hallway. And I can't imagine how schools are going to, especially, um, you know, from primary school to uh, high school, I don't know how they're going to handle all the social distancing. Uh, in fact, uh, two days ago now, I... <laughs> this is a little illegal, but yeah, hi, police. Uh, uh, me and a good friend of mine, we snuck into my middle school. And it was genuinely very nostalgic. I loved every second of it. Going back there and seeing, you know, where I spent three years of my life there in secondary school. And it was quite cool uh, and really funny, though, because I remember all of it from a slightly different perspective and I literally mean perspective like as in height wise because I've grown like I mean I'm not too tall I'm like five foot six five foot seven I'm quite a short man but I was much 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 shorter in middle school and I remember like everything was a lot taller and bigger in fact in front of the building where most of my classes were there were these two little like benches and I would sit there every day and you know converse with my friends and whatnot and I went there recently again, and I sat down on these benches, and they were so much smaller than I remembered. <laughs> I mean, the, the, when I stood up, the benches reached, like, my, my hip bone. And when I sat down, my knees were, like, up to my chest. Like, that just goes to show how tiny these places were. And so I, I, I walked the halls around. And so, I mean, we snuck in at, like, 8 p.m. I, I say snuck in, but I didn't really sneak in. Like, there was no sneaking involved. Uh, I was uh, driving around with my friend uh, Katya. And she was like, oh, you know, uh, I've never seen Ponce, whatever. And I was like, oh, sure, whatever. And so uh, I drove around the perimeter of the school. And I saw that one of the gates was open, a gate that led to a little uh, parking lot. And so, you know, I parked my car there. And I saw another gate, which led into the actual, like, school part. And so I, I got out of my car, and I checked to see if it was open. And lo and behold, it was open. Now, I understand that's not an invitation for me to come in. But I did it anyway. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, uh, I walked around. And genuinely, it was really cool to see this campus again after almost five years of not being there. And I would like to do that with my elementary school. But my elementary school, it used to be a very open campus. In fact, there were these, like, little gates, but they weren't really gated. Like, imagine right now, imagine a fence, okay, and I cut a hole in the fence. And then that hole, you, you just push the fence back a little. So to get in, you'd have to, like, you know, go through the fence. But there's no, like, lock or there's no anything. Like, the against the face, excuse me, the gate doesn't open. There's no gate. It's just a little hole. And I think that was changed after, I think I was in third or fourth grade. There was a, a special needs kid, you know, a little retarded kid, I think. I don't know who it was, though. I never figured that out. And he just got up and left, left campus. Uh, There's a, a Publix, a, a grocery store, uh, four or five blocks away from the primary school. And so he, he, he left campus, went to Publix, bought himself a sandwich, and then came back. But it took him like three hours to do that. And there was a, a whole big hullabub about him disappearing, which 
highly fucking understandable. I, too, would be shitting my pants if one of my students just disappeared. And so there was a SWAT team called, and there was an investigation and all this stuff. And the kid just showed up and went back to class like nothing had happened. And his parents, I remember... Actually, I remember a helicopter went around the area trying to find them. And they didn't find them. And then police were involved, and a SWAT team came for some reason. I don't know what the fuck the SWAT was going to do. Like, shoot them, they found them? Okay. And so, yeah, after that, I think they changed the gates. Uh, But that's besides the point. Back then... This was back in, I don't know, 2012 or so. Yeah, I guess. Actually, before that, but whatever. Uh, You'd be able to come and go as you please. In fact, my father and I used to go to that school to play basketball. Like, this was, uh, you know, during summer vacation or whatever. Because we lived, uh, like, two or three blocks away from campus, so we can just go in. Charles, please be quiet. I'm trying to record. (laughs) Actually, speaking of Charles, in fact, you can hear him scratching now. Be quiet, man. Uh, I intended to take Charles there to uh, continue his off-leash training, which he's doing quite poorly at, I must add. He's not too good at that yet. In fact, actually, I'm going to take his toy away because he's barking and, you know... Actually, (laughs) as soon as I said that, he looked at me. Are you done? Alright, good. Thank you, Charles. You've saved me the trip of getting up and making a fool of myself. But yes, I intended to uh, to take Charles there because it's a massive field... And back in my day, it used to be completely open. There was, you know, there was a fence around it, but these little, quote-unquote, gatehouses were completely open. You can just walk in. Uh, But I recently uh, drove around campus to see if I could, you know, park and take Charles in and stuff. Uh, But sadly, they have changed the the little gates. Like, now it's a proper gate with a lock and all this stuff. And the only way I can really go in is hopping the fence, and that's definitely illegal. So I really don't plan on doing that. (laughs) <laughs> and the other thing that I realized that I could do is, you know, just walk in through the main door and be like, hi, is that okay if I drain my dog? Because schools aren't open yet, I think. I know that most high schools are closed, at least here in South Florida. And so, yeah, I'm not so keen on just hopping a fence with my dog in hand. You know, that'd be quite awkward trying to climb a fence with a dog underneath me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not really an option. But I would like to go back and explore the campus, which I sadly can't do, at least I think. Unless I find another way to, like, sneak in. But for now, that's not an option. And I was back to my high school quite recently. Actually, I say quite recently. It was about a month or two ago. Uh, my high school, they tore down three buildings, I believe. And they're rebuilding, you know, with a brand new modern building or whatever. And so I snuck into the building under construction. Uh, climbed onto the roof. And I enjoyed a blunt there with a, a, a few friends. And that was quite cool, really. And... That campus is actually very open. I mean, there's a hole in defense that I used to sneak out of every single day of senior year. Oh, God. I was a terrible student. I still am a very garbage student. I mean, quite frankly, today I had class. I mean, I have class every day. Uh, early in the morning up to about 12-ish. You know, 12 uh, p.m. No. Yeah, 12 p.m. No, 12 a.m. Oh, my God. I am blanking out so poorly. Is it? Here, let me... Like, noon. What is it? Is noon 12 p.m.? Oh, my God. I'm quite dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that really is a massive brain fart. My sincerest apologies. Uh, but, yeah, I have class until noon. And from one class to another, I have about an hour and a half of free time. And typically, I use that time to nap because I wake up at, like, 7 or so, 8 or so. And I'm not too keen on waking up early. Like, I've never liked it, never have. And so I use that time to sleep. But today I overslept and I missed about 
half of one of my excuse me I missed about half of one of my classes which is quite stupid of me because at the end of the day I'm paying thousands of dollars to attend this college and you know be there and whatnot and classes and all that shit and I completely missed out thankfully attendance isn't uh necessary like for some classes you have to be there or else you'll fail the class so that you'll get dropped Charles Charles buddy please Oh, dear God. Here, I'll get his toy. I'm so sorry. Again, as I said that, you let it go. Just in case I'm going to get it from him. Excuse me for one second. Trust me. Thank you. It's his favorite toy. He's had this little thing since he was about three months old when we first got him. It's a little squeaky devil. I hope you heard that. <laughs> Yes, Charles, go play on with the other things. In fact, it is about to be Charles's birthday in, I think, a week? A week or two? Uh, both our birthdays are in October, but his is the 1st of October. So let me see when that is. Uh, yeah, in about two weeks. He was born October 1st, and that's uh, quite fun. He's going to be a year old and still a very rowdy little child. <laughs> but I, I, I do quite love him. He's a great little dog. Oh, there he is. He decided to make an appearance. Can you not lick my microphone, please? Oh, you came all this way just to steal your toy again? I shan't allow that, buddy. Uh, but yeah, my little Charles is going to be a year old today. No, not today, excuse me, in two weeks. And that's quite fun. I've never had, like, a dog celebrate a birthday. At least, I mean, because the other dog that I had, I was too young. Like, I was, like, six, I think. I don't remember anything about that dog. But he was a lovely dog from what I've been told. I'm sorry, my dog keeps, you know, little Charles here keeps knocking the microphone. Let me adjust it. Sorry, it might sound very differently, but I'm trying to, you know, save you people the sound of licking and sniffing and whatnot. But yeah, Charles is a Cocker Spaniel. He is 11 months old, about to be a year old. Isn't that great, Charles? So I don't know, I might throw a little party for him or something stupid like that. <laughs> oh, dear God. Ow. But where was I before I was very rudely interrupted by Charles's squeaking? Uh, yes, I do believe I was talking about school reopening. Or no, I was talking about, yeah, school reopening. I don't know where all my classes are yet. I mean, we were provided with a map of the campus and stuff so we can, like, locate ourselves. But because of COVID, obviously, you know, the stupid Chinese virus. Uh, oh, why'd you drop? Oh, I never mind. Another toy. Um, most classes, for example, most of my classes have about 20, 25 students, like 30 max. But the schools are only allowing, like, 15 students, like, classrooms to be at half capacity. So what they're doing is uh, they're dividing the students into groups. You know, group A, B, or C. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. I did, you know, they had their own system, whatever. Uh, so group A will come at this time, at this time on Monday. Uh, group B will come at whatever time on Wednesday, and so on and so forth. Which, okay, again, highly understandable. But the issue is some of my classes are off campus. They're in different buildings across the city. And... I mean, I, I, I'm not against, you know, getting in my car and driving, like, a five-minute drive or whatever to go to wherever this is. But what do the students who don't have cars have? I mean, a very good friend of mine, uh, Leilani, who's been on the podcast uh, yeah, ages ago, she doesn't have a car. And uh, we're both in—we uh, have we share math together. We have the same math professor and whatnot. We're in the same class. And, I mean, ideally, I'd give her a ride, but I have class like that. Her math class, our math class, is her first class of the day. But for me, it's my second and last class of the day. 
and she, I think she has a class after math, so ideally, you know, I'd pick her up from her house, take her to campus, she'd have class, we'd have class, and then we'd go. But she has class at different times, so, like, how would that work for her? And I'm using her as an example, she doesn't have a car. But, like, how would that apply to most students? I mean, I, I'm sure most students have cars. But what would, how would that apply to the percentage of students that don't have cars? Like, what would they do? I'm, I don't think public transport is any decent. I mean, I, I've only taken a bus once, and that was with uh, Katia, and I hated every second of it. I've taken trolleys. Trolleys are quite fun, I guess. They're simple little... They're basically buses, just free and smaller. And yet they're a lot nicer and cleaner than public buses, which makes no sense to me. And uh, there's also the the little uh, train, the uh, metro, I think. Yeah, metro. And I don't... I think that will take you all the way to downtown, but it won't take you to where you have to go for other classes. Uh, but there is a metro station right next to campus, I think. So, I mean, you can probably do that. But, I don't know. Uh, next week's episode, it would be, you know, the first week of class, like, in person, would have uh, ended. And so I'll be able to share my experiences through that. So, um, until then, I'll leave you all. Thank you all very much for joining me in today's episode of Burial Discusses. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. And thank you for joining me once again. Goodbye.